We're back. That's right. Jose Altuve has signed. He's going to be an Astro for life. Ryusu Dubon wins his arbitration hearing. And what is Mr. Jim Crane saying to the haters? Let's talk about it on this edition of Jose is our man right now. Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. Haters gonna hate, hate, hate. Is that what they're saying? Welcome to Locked on Astros podcast. We are your only daily Astros podcast out there. I guess it would help if I take Brett off the screen, but we are excited to be here. This is the second time we've done a podcast today, and we are pumped because the Astros have finally done it. Dana Brown has finally come through with his promise. I am Eric Heisman. He is Brett Chancey. You can find me at Eric Talk Astros. You can find the show at Locked on Astros. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at HLA House on X, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Strohs411 on X, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Always Strohs. Guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's YouTube, go and subscribe to us. Go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go and check out the Locked on Astros podcast. And if you're here to boo Jose Altuve, all I have to say is keep on booing. You can get this shirt at Breaking Tea. Just keep on booing, guys. I don't care. Jose Altuve doesn't care. But guys, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. I am super pumped that this happened. I mean, a lot of people are like, yes, Mauricio Debon won his arbitration. Uh, they finally, the Astros had to give up some money, 500K. And then all of a sudden, Jim Crane's like, yeah, I don't know why people call me cheap. Uh, I'm not cheap. I'm just smart. And then all of a sudden, like 30 minutes later, we hear, oh, the Astros have extended Jose Altuve. I'm like, wait, what? I think you texted me. I'm like, yeah, no, way. no yeah. way that happened. And it did. Yeah, I did. I did send you the text because I knew you were out of pocket. So I figured I would let you know. Glad I was the first one to tell you. And um, this really, this is a great lead off question here. Jay Roberts is asking you and I, did you see the this extension coming this soon? Well, I don't really know if soon is the right word. I really believed that Jose Altuve would sign an extension before the year started. Because if you're going to sign him and it's right. an inevitability, get it out of the way now. And we'll talk about Jim Crane's comments later. What he said about Bregman and Tucker is a little telling. I really thought the timetable would be sooner on someone like Tucker but I was never worried or feared that Altuve would not end up signing because quite honestly, if there's a player that most appropriately fits in his city in the last 15 years, it's someone like Jose Altuve. Not only does he wear the uniform proud and make us proud, but he wears the uniform of the most hated man in baseball, which is still doesn't 
compute in my logical brain. I, I mean, I understand Yankees fans hating Altuve for what we've done to, done to them in the playoffs. I, I, I get as an opponent, he's a guy that you hate to face. But there's genuine vitriol and hate towards him and calling him cheater that, that just is, is completely off base and off script because he even said what we did was wrong. We shouldn't mm-hmm. have done it. I, I mean, he he didn't even have to say that. Like if it was me, I would have said, I'm sorry, screw y'all. I'm not, I'm not gonna answer to you. I don't you don't write my paycheck. I don't go to bed and check with you how you think you like. I don't care what you think. And so all the visiting fans that have come and troll this show for the last two years, like, you know, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you because we really don't care because we have a different brand of baseball. And I was saying this in a space earlier with the group that I'm with on X, I said, we are the standard period in the story. No other team has been more successful than us in this last seven years. So you hate us because you ain't us. We get that. But Altuve is one of the greatest human beings to grace a baseball field. Came from humble beginnings from Venezuela and has made every bit of his opportunity. Was told when he first showed up, you're too little, you're too young, get out of here. The next day, he signs a $15,000 contract that has now turned into a $125 million deal on the heels of his contract extension. That was $100 million. So good for you, Altuve. You deserve it. So if you're looking at what he's going to make in his entire uh, career, it's going to be uh, about 300 million guarantee. And he's actually the first second baseman in MLB history to have earned that much money in his career. Granted, he hasn't earned all that yet. He's still got a few years to go. But for the fact that that's guaranteed, that means he's going to do that. So uh, if you're looking at where does he fit in, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the the actual contract in a second, but where does he fit in Astros history? Well, Bagwell, he had a lot of injuries, so he only played 15 seasons with the Astros. Biggio played 20 seasons. So be, uh, with this new contract, uh, Altuve is going to reach 19 seasons with Houston Astros. He's already the fastest player in franchise history to reach 2,000 hits and needs 953 to eclipse 3,000 hits. So that's only something that Biggio has hit, uh, has reached in right. history. So he's going to go down likely as the best Astro ever and to you wear this uniform. And I think that yeah. he took that consideration. Uh, Buster only said that this is a guy that always thought he got paid too much to play a game that he loved. So it wasn't about the money. It, like Chandler Rome said, he talked to him last spring. He said, my goal is to stay here. I want to be yeah. at a long time. I want to stay here. I want to finish my career. I want to play till I'm 40. And so basically he's almost accomplishing that there's one more year that's not accounted for. So I'm pretty sure the Astros are not going to do what the Rockets did with the Kim Elijah one and have them go play with the Raptors for one year after. Right. Oh, that would be to see Altuve in any other uniform. Yeah, that would was terrible. Be, would be terrible. I mean, that would be a huge mistake. I mean, we saw it happen to Andre Johnson. We saw mm-hmm. it happen to J.J. Watt. We saw it happen to Lance Berkman more than once. We saw it happen to I mean, it's really. Well, I'm talking about one year. Like No, I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying great Astros. Great athletes in Houston have gone at the end of the career, like DeAndre Hopkins had no business leaving Houston. JJ Watt had no business leaving Houston. Bill right. O'Brien ran them out. What a jerk. I can't stand Bill O'Brien, but we're not talking about the Texans. They were talking about the Astros. Jose right. Altuve is your consummate professional. 
He's a community guy. He's a family guy. He is a guy that everybody across baseball absolutely loves. He's got the respect of Miguel Cabrera. He's got the respect of every opponent of his. And no matter what they may say on camera or have said about the controversy, I guarantee you that they would love to play next to Jose Altuve. And what I love about this deal, Eric, of the last two years, $10 million. So in 27 and 28, if there is a decline, it's not like you're paying him 30 plus million dollars in a declined mode. And so, you know, so, I mean, that right there is genius on the part of the Astros. Yeah. We haven't even talked about the contract structure in a second. We'll talk about that in a second. We'll talk a little bit about what Jim Crane had to say about this. And, oh yeah, Mauricio Dubon, he went against the, um, the, I, what's the phrase? He went against the the man, and he won. And so we'll talk about what he won in his arbitration hearing. All right, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Let me tell you, it is Super Bowl season, and why would you not want to celebrate with FanDuel, America's number one sports book? If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch grabbing your favorite football snack, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with the W or two or three. I can tell you the commercials are amazing, the camaraderie you have with your friends, and so why not make it even better with FanDuel for Super Bowl 58? FanDuel has amazing ways to bet on things like which players will score a touchdown, who will score score first, How many field goals will be made? Will Travis Kelsey fumble the ball? I mean, there's so many bets. I mean, you could probably find props bets, I'm sure, on how many seconds Taylor Swift will grace the screen. New new customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Hey guys, thank you for making Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and subscribe to us. It's going to make us your first listen, Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. But go and check out Locked On Sports today. It's the first ever 24-7 streaming platform out there on YouTube that has all the different sports out there that you desire. NFL, NBA, MLB, wrestling, whatever you want to hear about, it's out there. So go and check it out. 24-7 day on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. Check them out. All right, so, Brett, um, let's go ahead and talk about the contract. And um, somebody was asking, Dorothy was asking about what did I mean about the one year. So uh, I was saying that Jose Altuve wanted to play till he was 40. This contract's going to carry him till he's at least 39. Right. So if the um, – I was saying that hopefully – if for him to accomplish that goal, the Astros will sign him for one more year. Exactly. Because I don't want them to do what the Rockets did to Akeem Olajuwon exactly. and let him go play with the Toronto Raptors because that was terrible to watch. It just your somebody would, that you grew up watching. And so it would be just, terrible for Altuve to play for the Raptors too. I'm joking. I, mean, yeah, uh, I think he might be. Right. I mean, yeah, he might be a little too short for NBA. Well, hold, whoa, he, hold on, Muggsy Bogues. We've seen some players. No, Muggsy Bogues and Spud Yeah, Webb I was going to say Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, yeah, the 1985 or 86 slam dunk champion. Yes. Webb. So, yeah, but, 
But, you know, here's the deal, Eric, again, that I think it's key. Again, $10 million is last two years. And why do I talk about that? Because you see these massive contracts get signed by these superstars. By the time they're at the end of their contract, they're getting 20, 30 million. And everyone's like, they're not worth right. it anymore. But Jose Altuve has endeared himself so much to the city. And I anticipate that health will be along the way. In those last two years, who knows? Maybe we have a second baseman of the future coming up. And in that last year, maybe he signs that one-year extension because he wants to get the 3,000 hits. You have an up-and-coming second baseman coming up through the minor leagues. And that's a perfect way to kind of pass the torch. Maybe we'll have an even better scenario with someone like a Jeremy Pena who took over for Correa. And right. so I don't want to think about the end of the Jose Altuve era because it makes me sad because right now I am very happy and I absolutely love that he did this. And on the same day, they announced the Mauricio Dubon, you know, yeah. winning, winning arbitration, right. Eric, that's yeah. huge. But we want to get to Doobie, but we're not done with uh, Jose Altuve. We still haven't really talked fully about what his contract was. So in his first three years, he's going to get $30 million per season, and then he'll get $15 million uh, signing bonus. And then his last two years, like you've mentioned, he's going to get $10 million. So I think what this is, is this Altuve getting what he a little bit less than what he's getting now. Um, to play for the next three years. And then this is him kind of helping the team out, just saying, okay, I know that uh, this is what uh, I'm, I think I'm worth. So I, what does this mean for the uh, luxury tax threshold and it, the AAV? I don't know if the, I think the signing bonus goes in there, or I'm not sure if it does, but if that's the case, that gives the AAV to about $25 million. If you take out the 15 million signing bonus, it's going to be a little bit less than the 25 million. So you're going to be paying Altuve $30 million for the next three years, but he, you're, it's going to be a tax, a uh, cap hit of a lot less. So that's very ingenious by the Astros there. Yeah, it's a great structure. Yeah, no, and, and, and this is, this is what Dana Brown did in Atlanta. He, he signed some young stars to some, longer extension contracts and look i mean you i i believe you hit on it in your solo show with 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 bobby witt jr i mean bobby witt jr and the royals i mean y'all need to pay attention to the royals because the royals are going to be a force in the next couple of years they've got some really good prospects and they're going to center that team around bobby witt jr and i just want to say this because i didn't get any comments on it bobby witt jr because of his position because of who he is and how he plays, he may have a better career in the end than Mike Trout, Eric. He's that mm -hmm. good of a ball player. He's a five-tool ball player. He's already had a better career. He's he's a five-tool player. Not saying that yeah. Mike Trout's not. But right. But Mike Trout has so many injuries. Right. Bobby Witt, I think, stays healthy at his position. But, yeah, th look, this is the way you've got to find ways to create a structure. And, Look, Mauricio Dubon winning his hearing, to me, isn't a surprise. He deserved that. That arbiter saw that his way because he earned it. How do you deny a guy that gets nominated for two separate gold gloves in the first season that he's really given charge of a position mm -hmm. of a perennial Hall of Famer or All-Star and future Hall of Famer and do as well as he did? He was still dependable throughout the season. Even when he wasn't hot at the plate, you knew what you got with Mauricio Dubon. So he won that. That's good for him. 
And it wasn't one of those hardened cases where Mauricio, you know, you really kind of suck. And so we're only going to give you 2 million less. I mean, it was only 500,000, but they're going to try to save money where they can. Um, the bottom line is this, the Astros are moving in the right direction. And this off season, I think is, a, is a success, um, especially with those Altuve signing. Yeah. With that, uh, 500k, that sets the ceiling a little bit higher next year for arbitration. It does. So that, that's why the Astros are always going to try to, uh, set the ceiling uh, lower. So, uh, that's the issue. But I said yesterday, it's hard to, I could see both sides winning. I mean, uh, Dubon could go in there and just say, look, I saved the season. Altuve was out for most of the season. I stepped in. If there's an injury this year, I could do the same. You, I'm a very valuable player. I know somebody um, in the comments, uh, not during the show, keeps on saying, well, somebody with a 97-plus OPS is not a great player. He, he's not a great player. He is what he is. He is a utility player. He's somebody that every championship team needs. He's somebody that can step in and do whatever you need him to do. He's not what um, knock on whatever Marwin Gonzalez was in 2017. But Marwin, yeah, you mean <laughs> knock on trash cans because we know Marwin Gonzalez. I'm sorry, yes. guys. Uh, you know, this isn't Marwin slander. This is just Marwin's right. facts. Yeah. He benefited from that trash can banging system. He was the one guy that I think it really worked for. But, you know, just to just kind of double up and and brown off the edges on your on, on your point here is, is that it is quite simply something that makes sense. I don't care if he has a plus 97 OPS. Look, I don't care about that. How many times did Mauricio Dubon come through for this team, hitting home runs, making catches um, in the outfield, making catches in the infield? I mean, this guy just simply hit the ball, was dependable, dismantled other pitching staffs. And so you really like to see that. And Dubon to me, $3 million for a guy that is dependable, both infield and outfield, and can hit if you need him DH, if you need him to pinch run, he can do it all. So yeah, the advanced metrics may not be sexy as a baseball evaluator, but you know what? The Astros still have him around. And I promise you that Mauricio Dubon, when he comes up for his first big contract, he may actually get paid a decent amount. And he has he has he has earned the right. He I, I'm not saying he's gonna break the bank. Right. But he's gonna get paid more, especially after another good year like he had. He's he's gonna get paid more than he would have just sitting on the bench in San Francisco and being a just a piecemeal guy. I mean, he's become an integral part of this team. All right, so looking at this, um, Brandon, the baseball lawyer, just uh, brought this to my attention on X, and this is a letter from Jose Altuve to himself from uh, 2017. So let's go and take a look. It says, creating your legacy isn't only what you do on the field, but also what you do off of it. Don't be uh, content with being average. Be better. Work harder. Be great. Don't be the best player based on height. Be the best player based on your performance. Be an example of other young Latin players looking up to you. Lead the way. Be a role model. Learn something new every day. Never forget where you came from. And thank God for allowing you to accomplish, to achieve your accomplishments. Size is not an obstacle. And this is why I'm here. Yours truly, Jose Altuve. Yeah, those are great words. Those are words, Eric, that I would think that you would hear someone give 
like on one of these viral like graduation speeches or at a military academy where they're trying to inspire these like recent graduates that those are great words and, and and that is a testament to his character who he is both on and off the field yes so i i think that that's a lesson to everybody don't give up on your dreams uh just even if it's that job interview you can't seem to land that job or it's just that anything you're trying to accomplish in your life just just know that somebody that was turned away and uh from the by the houston astros and a lot of other scouts and came back he became this guy that's going to make 300 million dollars in his baseball career and probably go to the hall of fame and, and so and i wonder if he's like sending omar lopez a gift maybe a maserati because he's the one that convinced the astros to go ahead and sign yeah. this guy like hey he's good like this this guy's good and you know what's funny is this glove actually graded at basically average like they're like yeah he's okay with the glove he's got a hit tool but he needs to work on his on his on his uh fielding um and well, i don't know if there's funny. a <laughs> mention there but it is funny because this this guy is is it eric jose altuve is going to terrorize the yankees and the rangers and the blue jays and the Orioles, and whoever gets on our way. He's going to terrorize Boston. He's going to terrorize in L.A. I hope we meet you in the World Series. God, I hope it happens. And guess who's back in L.A.? Clayton Kershaw has yeah, resigned Clayton with Kershaw. the Dodgers. Yeah, so He's not going to come see, back till midseason. But. Did you see the Fact Sports? Okay, so Fact Sports is a parody account, okay? And they said that Clayton Kershaw signed a deal for five starts with the guarantee to not play any games in October. And he wanted to thank the Padres, the Giants, and list all these teams in the in the, in the National League to keep him out of the playoffs so he can go to Cancun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Sorry. Kershaw needs to be a Dodger. Kershaw is one of those guys that needs to stay in L.A. He doesn't ever need to leave. He needs to retire a Dodger. He'll go in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't look, in, look good in any other uniform other than Dodger Blues. So good for Clayton. I mean, he's, he's coming up. He's coming back halfway through the season. I hope he's there in the postseason. I hope we can uh, beat him then. Guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listener of the day. Whether it's on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to us. Go ahead and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify. Wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check us out. And go and check out Locked on Sports Today. It's the first ever 24-7 streaming channel out there. All the news you need. To, right when you need it 24 7 so go and check it out locked on sports today and hopefully when the astros win the world series again you're going to see brett and i all the time on locked on sports today so um let's go ahead and talk about what mr crane had to say and before we do that dana brown when he came here he made all these promises and we knew that he wouldn't be able to follow up with all those promises. He said he was going to do a, a whole bunch of extensions like uh, what happened in with the Braves. He quickly extended Christian Javier and Christian Javier did not have a great year, but to his credit, he, this off season, he's uh, it looks like he's in shape. He stepped it but, up. Yes. So I think he realized that he maybe didn't come in. Uh, he didn't do what he's supposed to do this year. But now Dana Brown did what he's supposed to do with Jose Altuve. He said he needs to be a lifelong Astro. And so now the question is, what's going to happen with Alex Bregman? Uh, what's going to happen with Kyle Tucker? 
Romer Valdez down the line, down way further down the line. What's going to happen to Jeremy Pena? Uh, is he going to be somebody we're even going to be worried about? Because I think that he might have a bounce back season. So there's a lot of things that w- we have to discuss. But Jim Crane, I know that you love this comment. Jim Crane says, wow, I'm here. The window will never close. I love it. Jim Crane, see, the Rangers done pissed him off, okay? When the Rangers beat them in his ballpark, Crane's like, these MFs, I swear, I'm going to get back at them. I, I mean, he is out for blood, and the signing of Hater was a clear sign to that. The extending out Tuve right now is a clear sign to that. Um, you know, we pretty much got our guys back. I think you're going to see a Hunter Brown that is reinvigorated with life, and you're going to see, like like you talk about Christian Javier, come back. I think Framber is focused, and he's ready to go as well. I think he's going to be – I think everybody's coming in with a, new, a renewed sense of urgency. Bregman's going to have one of these years. Tucker's going to tear it up. I mean, he wants to redeem himself from that horrible postseason, that horrible end. He's he's a much better player than that. Jordan's going to be Jordan. You know, Chaz, I mean, anybody. I mean, Yiner Diaz, you know, Victor Carantini. I, I mean, dude, this whole club, the bullpen, the back end, the middle guys. I mean, we've got guys in the minor league. Spencer Arigetti, dude, he's ready. He wants mm-hmm. to contribute. I mean, who else right. is going to come up? Sean Dubin may come up and help out. Ronel Blanco may come up and help out. Or Keedy's going to be healthy all year. Um, Garcia will come back. So I'm excited. Yes. So Crane had an interview with the Chronicle, and it came up. And like I mentioned, I was we we're talking about, okay, we need to uh, talk about this on podcast. And then Altuve news broke down. But uh, Crane said that he's aware that a lot of people are calling him cheap. He says, I don't know where that came from. We try to make good decisions when the time comes. You always try to keep a little powder dry. Uh, he said, Hater was one of the best in business, if not right now. And he's still young. He's only 29. So we didn't think that there was a ton of risks there. Five years is a lot for a reliever, but he's been stable and he's pitched well and doesn't have any arm problems. So again, knock on wood, I think he adds a dimension we didn't have. We have a We'll have a payroll over the competitive balance tax threshold this year. People said we would never do it. I never said we would never do it. I said when the right when the time was right, when we think the circumstances warranted that we would have the revenue to do it. And like we talked about before, uh, what season tickets are up to twenty two thousand? Twenty two thousand season tickets sold this year. When Crane came in, not even twenty thousand people were averaging um per game in the ballpark but it's funny you mentioned that powder dry comment because um the gentleman who wrote it jerome solomon who i'm actually trying to get on the show we're trying to work on the schedule right now he said legend has it that oliver cromwell a 17th century british statesman and military commander once told his troops put your trust in god my boys but mind to keep your powder dry and that that right there is you don't spend the bank on everything. You don't mortgage the future. I can't imagine the state of financial affairs for the Dodgers 10 years from now. Right. What that's going to look like. Absolutely insane. 
where you're going to have teams like the Royals. You're going to have teams. Look, I got a question. Is Adley Rutschman now going to get an extension? And if he does before Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Boba does, there's so many chips that are just waiting to fall. Kind of like that little machine you play at Dave and Buster's where you put the little coin in right. and you're trying to push the coins off the ledge. There's a lot of coins about to fall off the ledge. And the Astros are one of the most genius teams doing it, even after losing Elias, even after losing a lot of key people in those areas. Right. So before the extension, Crane was also asked about, well, what about Bregman? He already um, he already basically said that Altuve was going to get extended. It was just a matter of time. We didn't know it would be like 30 minutes, but uh, that's a different story. But uh, this is what he said. Um, uh, oh, yeah. We hope so. We're, yeah, we're definitely in discussions now. Oh, that's about Altuve. But this is what he had to say about Bregman. He's another good one, a little younger, a little bit different circumstances. It depends on whether he wants to test a market or he'll sign a deal with us. But we'll definitely make him an offer. The guys that have gotten away, the big names, Correa, Springer, and Cole, there are various reasons why we didn't sign those guys. Some of it was money, some of it was age, some of it was career path, and that sort of thing. And they wanted just to test a market. Also, about Kyle Tucker, before we get going here, because we have to wrap it up, he said, we've got we've got him for a couple more years, so we're just going to see how he plays this year. And I was like, what? Yeah. So, guys, I don't think Tucker, after I read that, I was like, eh, Tucker's not getting signed right now. They're going to wait and see. They still got two years, and it makes financial sense, guys. I know you hate to say it, but they don't yeah. have to sign him over these next two years. Right. So the exact quote is, every one of those guys is different. This was after the extension. Every one of those guys is different situation. We'll certainly visit with Bregman when time comes. Like you said, we got Tucker for two more years, so we're just going to let him play and see how he does. And I know I just wanted to emphasize that. But um, we'll see what happens here. But the Astros did the main thing. They got Altuve. Altuve is the face of the franchise. What has been consistent the past seven years that they've been in the playoffs? It hasn't been Correa. It hasn't been Springer. It hasn't been Garrett Cole. It hasn't even been Justin Verlander. Who's been here the whole time? Altuve. It's been Altuve. So I think that Jim Crane has it wrong. As It's not as long as Jim Crane is here. The window will close. Will not close. I think it's as long as Jose Altuve is Ooh, not Jim here. Crane, he's calling you out. Come on the show. Let's debate about it. Eric, I think that Altuve is the key. Come on, Eric. Don't 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 back away from a good battle. Let's no, do it. not. I'm, I'm thinking that the key I, the key ingredient here is Altuve. Altuve is the key to winning. And um, so I man, I know what Jim Crane's saying. He's saying he's not going to let the team lose. But Altuve is the winner. He's the guy that's winner. So close this out. All right, man. It's a great show. Jose Altuve, you are a Houston Astro for life. That's right. And the DNA test is in, and he is still the Yankees' daddy. That's right. This is Locked on Astros. I'm H.M. Wheelhouse. He's Eric Heisman, and you guys are the real MVPs. We can't wait. February 12th comes out one of your starting nine. Someone asked me, all nine players, is it them? I'm just going to tell you, Yes. So y'all stay tuned and make sure you tell your friends about us. Help us get to 11,000 subscribers. We're close. We want to get to 20,000. Why? Because you make us happy. 
for myself and Eric and everybody here at Locked On Astros. Y'all have a good one. And as always, go Strohs. Go Strohs. Great show, man.